Hi, I'm Paul Carr, and this is Pod 7. Um, this is about a artist friend of mine, John Poynton, who lived many years in Samoa, where, where I lived for a while. So it's called Amazing Grace and Commentary at the End. John Poynton was a well-known and mostly liked painter in Samoa. I knew him from my time in Peace Corps, and he laughed as he told me this story. His home is a hovel at the foot of the mountain on which Robert Louis Stevenson is buried. It's Spartan, but even a Spartan home needs cleaning. So he had a house girl named Tene, which means girl in Samoan. <coughs> Excuse me. The term house girl has harsh colonial overtones, and John's 100% British. But John's motivations were multifold because this house girl had many responsibilities. Among them, cook his meals, sell his artwork, clean up after him, and she'd get some financial support for her dirt poor family, and John would be freer to push brush to canvas. And to be honest, if one looked under the banana fronds, one would notice a rather mutual romance brewed between these two. However, Sometimes, inner motivations are different. Tiene, like many Samoans, could sing well enough to teach birds. Samoan myth claims that they had. So, as she cleaned his house, she sang Amazing Grace like she normally did. Only this time, she did it with an energetic intent. And John closed his eyes at his messy work table. She continued singing and lulled John to sleep, but Tenny's high notes and loud verses actually hid the rapid, curious motions of her inquisitive hands. And those hands opened latches, lifted mattresses, upended tins, searched and searched for keys, all in a look for loose cash. When she had trouble with the sticky latch, her volume increased. Even a pesky safe opened with the right keys in a louder verse. John, meanwhile, snored away in blissful state, considered himself to be the most fortunate man to reside in Polynesia with a house girl who had the voice of an angel and a heart of pure gold. Nonetheless, another voice, an inner voice, told John to wake up. Perhaps Tinny ended her song too early, maybe a latchkey, creaked too much or a floorboard gave off a note of unusual noise. John opened one eye, then another. His tenny headed out the door. Strange, thought John. She had his Guardian magazine tucked under her right armpit, and she hates reading in any language. He got up to investigate, whereupon she sped up her escape, tripped on a paint can on the floor, landed on her lovely ass, and Samoan dollars flew from the coiled newspaper. And John knew his fallen angel had sticky fingers of a common thief. Tenny collected herself and what remained of her false dignity while John collected his dollars. John threw the newspaper at her. She ducked and ran. Samoans tend to be very adept at ducking and running. Fortunately, memories are short in Samoa and forgiveness is long. Tenny is still, even now, John's house girl. And she still sings Amazing Grace. 
But the villagers howl with joy when she does because they know little changes in Polynesia. They know John sleeps with one eye open and her fingers still dance when he does. Together they circle each other like trapped blind sumo wrestlers waiting for the other to make a false step. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was blind, but now I'm found. I'm lost, but now I see. So that's John's story, and every word of it is true. <coughs> and his house is a hovel. Oh, my God. My daughter and I stayed there many years ago, right before the tsunami hit. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll read that story, too. Night of a Thousand Mosquitoes. Um, John passed away a few years and is now in the great art gallery in the sky. Um, and I'll, I'll try to put a link with his, his uh, artwork. Yeah, so John was in Samoa in 1976. He's one of the few foreigners that has Samoan citizenship. Uh, married twice. Lived absolutely desperately poor. Uh, four kids who struggled. Um, real, real, real rough uh, social interaction with his wives. Um but what an amazing, amazing painter. Um, so I knew him from Western Samoa, where I was a Peace Corps volunteer for two years, 78 to 80, and then uh, went away to Korea and came back from 85 to 87 with my wife. <clears throat> and we were in Pango Pango, American Samoa, and John would come every once in a while and stay with us. He had no money. I mean, absolutely no money. He was a true artist. He existed only by painting. And he would do um, watercolors, black and whites, oils. And he would um, walk around on, on the, the uh, hotels, Aggie Grays and the Tusitala, and try to sell them to tourists. And so when he came and stayed with us in American Samoa, he always gave us a drawing um, as a kind of a thank you for, for letting him stay there. And... Uh, I would order supplies for him from America because he just couldn't afford it. And <clears throat> anyway, we would we bought paintings from him too. And so my house is like an our house is an art gallery to John Poynton. And, and I know one of one of my favorite paintings, um, he said there's only there's only three of them in the whole world. And it's the oil, it's on canvas, it's like three by four feet. It's just gorgeous. It's a lot of his paintings are the Samoan myths. And uh, it's very Gauguin-ish with, you know, bright colors. Um, anyway, uh, <clears throat> so there was a, a head of FIFA, uh, Samarand, I think was his name, and he, he was um, lost his job um, due to corruption. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. And he was in um, Samoa, and his family bought him. The same painting that I have, you know, and none of the paintings are exactly the same. It's kind of cool to know that a that a scoundrel has has this painting that I have the the, the same virtually the same painting. It's, it's really lovely, and I I will try to download that onto this. Anyway, poor John, oh, he really struggled in the end. He had gout. He became blind. Uh, he was shipped to New Zealand to do surgery, and they. They messed it up. I'm not sure that they, he said they messed it up. I'm not sure that they messed it up. But he had absolutely no money. And he, he begged me for a couple hundred bucks. And I said, we'll give you money, but you don't have to pay us back. And we, we got a painting instead. And uh, 
Yeah, John finally passed away. A absolute, total, complete, 100% grade A artist. That's how he made his living. And um, yeah, funny, funny guy. Told really good stories. Anyway, so I will do the other story. Um, Night of a Thousand Mosquitoes. So there it is. Uh, I'm Paul Carr, and thank you very much.